We have a saying around here. Oh, yeah? Yeah, no brains, no headache. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, boys. What's up? What's up? Damn, son, where'd you find this? Welcome to episode 170 of No Brains, No Headache Podcast. Damn glad to be here. Happy to meet you. My name is Jordan Weichel. I'll be your host today, as always. And I'm joined with my co-host, confident, longtime friend, fellow comedian. His name is Matt Cleary. Matt, how the heck are you? Doing great today. Glad to be recording. Yeah, uh, we got a lot of things on the docket. We got Cleary's comments coming up. That's the segment where we banter about random things. As always, we'll talk about Facebook Marketplace. Have a few doozies there. Mini Helmet Fantasy Football, of course. We are a few weeks into the 2023 season, so we got to talk about it. But we got a good one ahead. Uh, really looking forward to recording on this fine day. We are here in mid-September 2023. The seasons are changing it's causing me to have a little bit of a depression, but I think we're going to be okay. We're going to work it out. What are your thoughts on just Dude, life lately? Sad boy season is upon us, and I am excited. Yeah, it's coming up quick. Uh, turns out time doesn't stop, and neither do the episodes here of No Brains, No Headache Podcast. Make sure you're checking out all of those on whichever platform you're listening on. By following or subscribing, uh, we have done three, two and a half years, three years. How far are we? Be, What's the math? It'll be four years in May. Three and a half years of podcasting, pretty wild stuff. That number just keeps growing, and you keep listening, apparently. So uh, thank you so much for joining us. We have plenty to talk about. Matt got after the drinks a little bit on Friday night, and maybe we should just start there. Okay. Let's party. So, um... To preface this, I went out to happy hour, which I normally do after work on Friday. Weekly tradition. Then I came home like I'm going to have a nice night, play a little NCAA football, maybe jerk off. And I think I hear a mouse in my ceiling. And turns out it was just the dog upstairs scratching himself and it was rubbing on the chair. Okay. Um, but I went to set a mouse trap in between my washer and dryer. And I'm like sitting crisscross applesauce being very delicate with this thing as someone pounds on my front door and I like flinch and it just snaps hurts like a son of a gun. You guys come to pick me up. Cause apparently we're going to live music. I'm already pretty well in the bag at this point. And yeah, I went to live music and it was okay. Uh, for let the record show that it was not my idea to come pick you up. Uh, Matt and I have been friends for about, 25 years now give or take in our short lives uh and i i'm not oblivious to the fact that you know what matt enjoys his alone time once he gets home for the night it's very unlikely that he comes out uh after that but you happen to do that on friday night and then i also happen to as as our listeners may know the loyal listeners of no brains no headache podcast uh you know i have an outstanding debt with you you know, anytime we take a vacation with each other, I don't pay for it. Are you kidding me? Why would I do such a ridiculous thing? I make Matt pay for it. But then I feel bad. I do have a conscience. I feel morally obligated to pay you back. So I gave you um, a payment, you know, to pay off the debt a little bit. 
about 25% of the payment was taken care of. Then we go to this concert, and I pay for myself and my girlfriend, and then you pay for yourself and our other guest because it was $15 entry fee, and you said that I owe you $15. So I figured we we should just hash that out now. Um, I do have a running tab. Literally have a note in my phone that says running tab with Matt. There's some great ones in there of like how you make money back on it. It's like bet 20 bucks on high school boys basketball game. Oh, this goes all the way. This goes back a year already. I think we restarted one. I have 826, and that was like the first one. So that's been over a year um, because we also did the Vegas trip last year, figuring out hockey tickets, flights, hotel. Um, But as you can see, Matt, let's see. We got a few doozies in here. Um, Hotel room mishap. That's when Matt decided to only book a hotel room for like two of the three nights we were there. Uh, Fruit snack bet. We bet how many fruit snacks were left in the box at the time. Oh, yeah. That was a fun one, actually. Uh, we bet uh, high school basketball, Fargo North over Century and Central Cass over Shiloh <laughs> with spreads. It's the show. <laughs> also, who came? Did I come up with those spreads? Uh, I have no idea. Pull tabs. I forgot my wallet. Yeah, we were in the studio actually just a couple weeks ago. I'm like, I'm going to go get some food. I'll be right back. I said, fuck. Matt knew already knew what was going on. He had a $20 waiting for me. But here, I got reimbursement for the concert, $15. I feel as if I shouldn't have to pay this. I don't really care at this point, if I'm being honest. Okay, then we're deleting it. Okay. <laughs> because it wasn't my idea, just because you know I'm sober now, and we will get into the sobriety update. Uh, I'm usually now the driver. Happy to do it. Glad to do it. It's important to do so, uh, but I was more peer pressured uh, by the passengers of the vehicle to, to come get you, and I was like, he's probably not going to come out, so deal with it, and then you did, and then it was your choice to pay. If anything, you should have said, you drug me out of my house. You pay for this. Your it, chivalry isn't dead. You offered to pay for the lady friend. Uh, I mean, headlights were on. No one was home at that point. Is that what the saying is? I don't think so, but yeah, it was a rough one for me. Um, I honestly didn't even know what the band was playing. There was just a lot of lights going on and off. So the band was John Wayne and the Pain, and I come to find out. It was actually a very nice show. had a good time. Um, I came to find out that it is, I believe it's Ska, which is a reggae uh, it's like reggae. Like yeah, that's like a nine. Yeah, it's like a nineties thing. Um, yeah, dude had a great voice. Very interesting crowd. A few people in the crowd definitely haven't showered recently, but that's okay. I'm not going to judge. You know the hygiene of the, the the crowd members. But I did find out a whole new genre of music. At one point, Matt was like, "They're not even fucking playing anything. <laughs> They're just making noise up there." Matt was not a fan. Also, what was it, $7 beer night? Yeah, it was ridiculous, and they only had, like, weird flavors of beers. So, like, they had, like, one, I think, like, normal, like, light beer that I would drink, like, a ton of. But other than that, it was like, nope, don't have that, don't have that. It's like, great, we have PBR and BBR. 
I had a couple mocktails, but uh, we will get into that. I just wanted to take care of the whole $15 fiasco. You know, I'm pretty frugal. Every cent counts, so uh, back down to it. I made my payment. For those of you scoring out there, I made my payment to Matt, chipping away at the debt because that's what I do. Let's get into Cleary's comments, shall we? couple viral videos this week. Uh, first one that came out, I think, yesterday or the day before, Lauren Bobbert. She is a uh, representative from Colorado. Um, fairly attractive girl, big-time Republican. Um, yeah. 36 years old. She was in a movie theater. and it, Oh, okay. I know yeah, what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> she was just vaping with her cans out and then was just given an OTPHJ to her significant other during a, like, it was a showing of Beetlejuice. So there was a lot of kids around. Um, Same lady that literally like two weeks ago was talking about how we can't have kids going to libraries with these books, and she's just doing all sorts of things in a movie theater. Who her boobs were out? Yeah, like fully out. Or uh, just a no, lot of cleavage? but no, but like great boob day for her. Um, and yeah, and she was removed from the movie theater. There is a video of what takes place, and she was like, they told her that she couldn't vape. It's the holidays. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. Three takes. Uh, uh, <laughs> how do I get out of this? It just automatically started playing. It didn't even give me any choice. Uh, Fuck. Yeah, and she. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So she is just clearly vaping in the video, and she blamed it on a fog machine, which I was like, okay. And then immediately walked it back the next day when Bobert, she woke Bobert, Bobert. God damn it. <laughs> Bobert. And. She, yeah, I mean, I mean, she was looking good. Okay, I'm watching the video now. Uh, it looks to be pre-movie. They're on the edge. Uh, she seems to be on some sort of date. Okay, yeah, her boobs are hanging out. Yeah. Okay, I really like what I'm seeing. Um, it's now it's black and white. Oh, she's taking a ton of pictures of them. Yeah, she was doing like a can like a flash too during the yeah. theater. Doing basically everything you shouldn't do in a theater if you're an adult. I mean, the only other thing she could have done was whipped out a um a homemade pack sandwich that were the the wrapping is just like <sighs> Okay, she's coming out of the theater and the boobs are looking really good. Yeah. Wow. That was a good boob day for her. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> not a great day for her in general, but it was, a, I mean, it was such a funny thing to happen because, like, the hypocrisy of her being like, hey, I got to protect our kids, and then you went to a, a kid-friendly show of Beetlejuice, which I haven't seen since I was, like, six. It is very clearly, like, a kid's kind of, like, scary but not scary movie. And, it can be scary. I mean, I find it terrifying even as an adult, but... The things she was doing in a movie theater were basically what, like, an eighth grader would do. You were getting OTPHJs in the eighth grade? No, but, like, the cool eighth graders were. Oh. Apparently I wasn't a cool eighth grader. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. <laughs> Let's move on now that I'm sad. Sad in pants. Uh, did you see the guy headbutt? 
Yes, that was that fantastic. video was so great. I was watching the video and I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, wow, this guy's in a lot of trouble at a sports game. I don't think he could get in any more trouble. And this guy lays down what I'm going to call the cleanest headbutt I have ever seen. Yes, he made good contact. He is handcuffed and just whack drills this guy who is like, kick him out of the game. And the guy just goes down like a sack of potatoes. Well, first thing I noticed is um, anytime you see any sort of restraint video, there's always the one uh, law enforcement individual um, that's there because the human body is only so big. And, you know, if you're on the ground, if you have two people like on the back or the torso area, you can't really fit another one in there. But normally it's a human reaction just to kind of start kicking a little bit and flailing. So there's always a cop, and you guys are going to notice this the next time you see a restraint video. Trust me on this one. There's always that cop there holding down the legs. And it's a very awkward, <laughs> it's an awkward thing to do. The, the cop looks funny. And it's the first thing I noticed was just like, oh, okay, we have the classic cop. Like the four people sitting on the head slash torso aren't enough. Oh, I'm going to hold these legs down. Yeah. Say, oh, great job. It's like you give that to the most. Is that like a good thing to have? If you're a seasoned cop, do you get the legs? Or is that like rookie get on the legs? If I were a cop, I would prefer to not be a part of the alter. I'll do crowd control. I don't want to be part of the altercation whatsoever. Was this at a Bengals-Ravens game? I think so. Okay. So then that's the first thing I noticed. Um, second thing was, like, I have kind of been in a similar situation, I guess. You know, we're two longtime friends from Bismarck, North Dakota, who are mindlessly entertaining, if, in case you haven't figured that out yet. Uh, North Dakota doesn't have a single professional sports team in case you didn't know that as well, a population, there's there's room for improve. And so we don't exactly get into a lot of those situations. However, I feel like I have been in similar situations where you see somebody like getting arrested or, or getting detained or, or whatever the case is. I'll always watch. Yep. But I'm not going to participate by any means. Like even if it's like, wow, what a fucking idiot. I'm going to say that quietly and under my breath to my friends or whoever I'm with. Then you have this wise ass. And I don't really feel too bad for no. the guy who got head butted. Um, I don't feel bad for him at all. What did he say? Did we get a it's, confirmation I, on it that? It was something along the lines of way to get kicked out of the game, buddy, or something like that. Like super sarcastic, like didn't need to be said. Very unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, if the scare, if a dude is getting detained, if he's getting restrained uh, by multiple cops, I feel like that's somebody you shouldn't mess with. Secondly, uh, tempers are flaring at the moment. You know, yeah. the guy is upset. He's pissed. At that point, he has nothing to lose. You know what I mean? He's just like, oh, well, whatever. I'm, I'm already cuffed. Yeah. If someone's going bananas, the worst thing you could say is calm, yeah, calm down. You know what that's going to make him do? Get even madder. It's like calling a crabby person crabby. Yeah. Are you crabby? No, I'm not crabby, but now I am. Thanks. No, when people say, are you crabby? It's like, yes, I am fucking crabby, <laughs> but it's up for me, up to me to call me crabby. Yeah. You calling me crabby makes me angry. I'm no longer crabby. I'm angry. <laughs> Now I'm pissed. So I don't feel too bad for the guy who 
uh, decided to egg on the criminal uh, in question here. And, yeah, lays down a clean <laughs> headbutt. And, like, I always, those fighting videos, the physical altercation videos, it's always so interesting to see when you when they have clean contact and the person immediately passes out because it happens so quick you're like did he even hit him it, it was the same case for yeah. this i mean it was like on like everyone's not like that guy's a dick everyone's like dude that's a hell of a headbutt like respect yeah that was a great headbutt um and yeah the guy just he goes limp he goes straight down um and then if you kind of watch the tail end of that video it's funny to see like the way the crowd parts of like the the empathetic people go to the guy who just got out knocked out cold with a headbutt and then you have like the extra officers and probably a few bystanders who are like what a fucking asshole like and just go restrain him it's like second and thirdly actually this would be third point the police, the law enforcement uh, individuals, they should not have let him be so close to other people. They should have had... There was like you're five not, cops there, and then once the guy got headbutted and went down, like the cops were like, oh, shit, let's go check on the guy that just went down when we could have just been standing in a different position and it prevented it altogether. Yeah, like if you have, like I said earlier, you have the few cops who were grinding grinding their knee into the kidney and then you have the the cop that's just not really doing anything just it's and that's totally my spot of like i want it to look like i'm doing something i'm not actually doing anything the the leg can leg patrol cop be yep. beyond that it's like okay let's get the fuck back because also then what happens is you have the person who got the video now in in our case as the viewers, I'm glad this person got the video. Yeah. From a, a, a police station standpoint, okay. it's like, why? how the fuck did you let somebody get a fucking video? Do you know how shitty we are treated every time a video gets like leaked out there? I just think they're like, going to nitpick everything you do. I, I think of Captain Gene coming in like the Monday morning after this happens, and the other guys just come in and he's like, we got a big one. Yep. <laughs> What, what did he tell you to do? Stay away. What did you do? We did not stay away. We had a big day out there. Big one. We've got a full moon. People are going to be amped. <laughs> and pretty much they should have had crowd control, and it doesn't have to be like the most crowd control, but it's like, hey, back people up a little bit. So, A, somebody doesn't get a video, and all of you don't get fired for not doing exactly every procedure exactly correct because law enforcement is just under scrutiny a, if you sneeze wrong, yep. there's a chance that you're going to get put on leave. Uh, and then also, then you don't get a poor guy. And like I said, I don't, do, I don't feel too bad for this guy. But then you don't get an, an innocent bystander, we could say, headbutted in the face. Flip side, though, <laughs> we got a pretty sweet video out of the deal. And I think headbutts are making a comeback. Yeah. I mean, if you can just muster up that clean of one while handcuffed, respect. Yeah, and also, and that just goes to my point again, he did have to travel a little bit of length to get close enough yeah. for, you know, for the headbutt. If, if you guys are all of our loyal listeners are listening out there, just, you know, like bend the torso forward. Yep. You can only, you can only reach so far. So homeboy in the handcuffs, he had to yep. go towards this guy. And it's like, 
the cuffs. Like, this is your job. Like, yeah. you wonder why that One of them's eating a hot dog as the guy's just venturing out. Another closer. guy's, like, debating, like, it, a position in his it, fantasy yeah. football team. He's just like... What are you thinking on DraftKings in this game? I'm thinking T. Higgins, but I might go Jamar Chase. Whack! So, to the synopsis of the whole viral video headbutt thing, and <clears throat> if you have another one, please share. But... um when other people suck at doing their jobs, it gives us entertainment. Yep. And uh, so this is not any, like, people sucking at their jobs, but the last one, I don't know if you saw, it didn't go as viral, but there was a fight at the Eagles-Vikings game. Are you not entertained? Like, in the 300 level, where the stairs are pretty steep, and there's one Vikings fan going up against about seven Eagles fans. Are you not entertained? Didn't the Vikings fan team up with the Eagles Yeah, fan? They, they were okay. like, it, it was weird because there was like, I didn't know who was fighting who at this point. Oh, I, I, the first time I saw that video, I thought for sure a poor Vikings fan was getting the shit kicked That's out. what I thought immediately, but there was other people getting involved. And the fact that they're doing this on a very steep, concrete staircase just makes it even better. That's what problem, <clears throat> excuse me, with these stadium fights is... It's not a level playing field. Literally, it's not yeah. a level. <laughs> it is literally, there are you don't, seats, there's people, there's fucking hot dogs. Somebody spilled their nachos, so you're slipping on the nacho cheese. There's steps, there's handrails. You're wearing, like, big clothing. Yeah, it's like. You're drunk. <laughs> it's, it's a recipe for disaster, and I, for one, am here to watch it at all times. I'm just glad that the Eagles and Vikings could come together on something. <laughs> they did. It's what brings people together. Yeah. Not like a national tragedy where all sports teams are standing together singing the national anthem. It's a fist fight in the nosebleeds where one group of people from one team comes together and helps out the other team. Yeah, it's like the classic, um, you know, the handshake emoji where it's like the Vikings and Eagles normally don't get along. Yeah. The Eagles, the Vikings are the Eagles bitch. It's like for the last Vikings and Eagles versus asshole fans. Yes. But they're like, hey, you know what? Why not for, you know, instead of being foe, why not for one fist fight in section 203 on a Thursday night? You just like friends. you just like lock eyes and just kind of give a head nod and be like, let's go. Uh, you mentioned earlier about being the guy that like wants to be close, just to like check it, like what's going on. Yeah, I that, love watching. That reminded me when we were at um, a softball tournament and it was a home run derby and there was a guy standing, not paying oh, attention. <laughs> this guy is standing on a cooler at the end of the fence, just kind of like looking, but like looks away and went. What happens in home run derbies is home runs get hit quite a bit. And we are in, like, you have to watch because softballs are coming in hot. And this guy takes a softball clean to the face. Yeah, dude, I actually know that guy. Nickname, Skeeter. (laughs) So you know he's good. And I remember, like, the ambulance came, and, like, I was, like, the classic, like, what, like, a dad would do if something was, like, coming. I'm, like, holding my beer, and, like, I just go up to, like, a random person. I'm, like, what do we got going on here? It's like, well, what dude, the hell happened? Yeah. Did you see anything? Dude got hit in the face. I just put on like a volunteer sheriff's badge. Well, I, I do remember that happening, and uh, I didn't mean it in a sexist comment, but there was a guy who went up immediately to help him, and I was like, I kind of said to somebody, I was like, shouldn't we get like, like, does nobody here have any medical background? 
And then somebody's like, oh, that person works in the ER. I'm like, oh, okay. I actually worked with that guy at the hockey rink. I was like, oh, I, I, I wasn't stereotyping or just assuming that this masculine man wasn't a nurse or, or, or something related. But then it was like, wow, that actually is the right person to be there. Uh, that guy actually the next year ended up wearing a helmet to said home run derby. I mean, you got to gotta make light em- of the situation and for safety reasons. Yeah. <laughs> he actually needed it later that night. Yeah. The, awesome. Insurance week. agent was like, if you ever go back, uh, I'm sorry, kind of got to wear a helmet. I mean, awesome week for viral videos um, and great stories, to be honest. Yeah, that was. We had a great week of viral videos. Thank you for sharing, Matt. Uh, let's get into a little bit of an update here on my sobriety. Um, as the listeners may or may not know, I decided to take a break from the alcoholic beverages, abstain for them for 30 days. At the day, at the time of recording, it is day 22. Um, and uh, the stipulation is, the loophole is, since I work at a distillery, I am allowed to do samples. And I said, I'm going to be honest with it. I'm going to keep track of them. Um, so let's go over week three samples, shall we? So it wasn't a it wasn't a real big one. Um, last Monday, after we were done recording, I went to a brewery with <clears throat> some friends. I didn't drink anything, but while I was there, I did have three samples, uh, just a very small shot cup of beer. So I didn't think it was the end of the world. Then I was really good Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. However. <laughs> We get to Friday. Uh, Let's just say things got a little bit out of hand. The distillery that I work for, we had a booth at the downtown street fair here in Bismarck, North Dakota, the fine city of Bismarck, the capital city. Um, And I would, I don't even know. I lost track. Because a little trick in the sales uh, industry, if you will, the little sales tactic is uh, when people are sampling your products, maybe they're unsure about it, you take a sample with them, makes them feel more comfortable about it. It's similar to a cocaine dealer doing their own cocaine. Okay. Which is like, hey, this stuff's not going to kill you. Watch this. I'm going to do it myself. Um, so I'm pretty much just saying I'm a cocaine dealer. But, um <laughs> <clears throat> But I, I would guess that I did at least a dozen of them. And then at the end of the night, we had a bunch of samples already poured out. And I was like, okay, I'll pour some of these out. But I was like getting anybody who was walking by, like, hey, come come do this. So, Can my six-year-old have one? Go! <laughs> Step right up. Um, yeah, so I would, let's just say I did a, a dozen, a dirty does. And then um, I also had three on Sunday when I was playing bartender for uh, the dinner I was at. So let's just call it 18 divided by, let's just say I had four ounces of booze in week three. Okay. Not bad. I mean, I don't know what you guys want from me, all right? You want me to go stone cold sober? Well, I'm going to need a new job then. If I go Stone Cold Sober, I will be unemployed because it is part of my job to taste booze. Uh, A few things. On Friday, we went to that concert. I had a couple of mocktails. I told the guy, you know, hey, just give me whatever your best mocktail is. Uh, Turns out you can make a Moscow meal pretty easily without booze. Isn't it just ginger beer and 
Yeah, I, I don't think you really replace the vodka, the vodka yeah, uh, with anything. You just like fire up a ginger beer yeah. with lime and ice. And yeah, put some, was it mint leaves on it or something? You put whatever the hell you want in there. It's your drink. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, so I had that and then I ordered a second one. The whole thing was foam. I don't know if you noticed that second drink I had on Friday um, came in like a almost like a martini glass, which yep. wasn't great. Also, I uh, left that martini-looking glass at the table because I went out to the crowd to kind of check out the music and dance, and I was like, I don't want this goddamn martini-looking glass. And then somebody brought it out to me. They're like, you forgot your drink. And I'm like, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, I know. Throw it over the railing. <laughs> I did that by design, um, but had a few mocktails uh, I was sucking down the mocktails like they were going out of style. And then as if it was divine intervention, Matt, I don't know if you remember at the end of the night, we got some beers brought over to us that were just like accident orders or whatever. You had the one. And I got offered a free Budweiser Zero because people are asking me, like, have you had any NAs? Or like I've seen people in the past order Budweiser Zero. Maybe I'm just intrigued by the can. It's just a white can. I yeah, don't know it's why. Yeah, cool-looking one. It is a cool-looking can. Thank you. And um, so I was like, oh, I would probably try one of those given the opportunity. Boom, one got set in front of me. Uh, turns out it's not great. Yes. I just I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to drink the whole thing. I and it's not like I'm really embarrassed. Like I personally don't give a shit what really anybody thinks about anything most of the time. Uh, <laughs> we're stand up comedians, man. Um, if you give a shit what people think, you are in the wrong industry. But I think what I would do, you know, if and I haven't really gone to watch football in a in a bar setting, high heavy drinking setting. But I think what I would do is pour the beer into a cup. Yeah. So then you got the look as if it's like a real beer. You know, my beef with the NAs, I know that they have to mark them a certain way. But it's just so obvious. It's just, it's like, and it's not that, I once again, I don't care what people think. But it's just like, I don't want to bring any extra attention if I can avoid it. I think the cup takes care of that situation. Um, having like a white can, like it being a cool can when you turn 21 right away and you'd go into like the, the booze store and you'd be like, the world is my oyster. Would you ever just buy stuff? Cause it had like a cool, like looking can or like a bottle or something. Oh, absolutely. All the time. And then I actually had one of my bartenders recently, um, them and a friend came in and we were kind of sampling some other booze, uh, some absinthe, some stuff like that. Big, big in the sampling, uh, seeing what's good, what's bad. Uh, well, they decided to bring in, because they thought it was funny, a bottle of rum, and the glass bottle was in the shape of a large penis and balls. Very good. Shortly after, <laughs> the glass penis and balls fell off like the chair and shattered everywhere. I was like, oh, well... I have to go have fun cleaning that one up. Yeah, that's too bad. Could have doubled as a pleasure seeker. But um, one thing I also noticed with the whole sobriety thing, 22 days down, eight to go. Boy, am I excited for a drink. Um, it's weird when you don't feel well during sobriety because you don't have the scapegoat of drinks to blame it on. Yep. Haven't been feeling the best today. But it, I, but the also the uh, the other side of the sword is that it's just like well I know what it's not, 
I know I'm not hungover. And so that kind of stinks. Uh, yeah, felt like absolute garbage today. Day of recording, and I knew it wasn't because of the drinks. So turns out you can still feel like crap when you're sober. I also, somebody told me, they asked me how it was going. I said, it's great, but I have been noticeably, like, very tired. Apparently, my body has just been busy getting rid of all these toxins it's like, Jesus Christ, how many toxins did <laughs> I have a, stacked up in there? Turns out my biological age is 20,000 years old. And then I'm actually convinced that I'm now just withdrawing from alcohol three weeks in. It's like I had so much booze it's, in my bloodstream that it took slow, three weeks for the withdrawal. To slow burn. <laughs> Sobriety update, uh, week four up next, and then we will finish it out and i'll tell you all about the first you know getting drunk again oh like I, learning to ride a bike yeah i can't <laughs> can't wait for that one um kind of workshopping a new segment um called fml of the week basically something that happens to me that's kind of like ah oh, fuck my life and the first one i had wasn't so bad i just thought i was like innovative like, you know when Alec thought he, like, invented underwear pretty what much? What the fuck? And he was like, yeah, you, like, put it under your pants. And I was like, okay, that's just underwear. Um, Wasn't it denim? Wasn't he trying to come up with a denim thing? But then just explained what underwear was? I don't yeah, know. It was, it was essentially like he's like. It was a doozy. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is the dumbest thing ever. But I had it this week where I went and bought. I've been on a big yogurt kick. Okay. And they have those whips yogurts, which are just like lighter. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to whips <laughs> the whips. And I was like, I'm going to freeze this. And I'm like, I'm the smartest person ever. And I was telling everyone about it. I was like, my sister, I was like, dude. So I took this yogurt and I froze it. She's like, yeah, that's frozen yogurt. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> I was so convinced that I had invented frozen yogurt for about three days. And then I looked at one of them I took out of the freezer, and it literally says on the front, try me frozen. <laughs> you don't read the packaging. You just read the name I and was, the flavor. I was like, anyone I could meet, like I would answer the phone at work, and I'm like, have you ever tried to fro- <laughs> put in your yogurt in the freezer? It's pretty good. <laughs> also, you have the wrong number. Just going out of your way to tell people about I was. frozen yogurt, something that has been around for for decades i was like oh the street fairs in town maybe i could bring out my uh put in yogurt in the freezer and my sister was like that's frozen yogurt and i was like oh my god just kind of like glass shattering like the penis jar just i was just miffed because i was i thought i discovered the greatest thing ever and then doing further investigation when it says in pretty large lettering on the front of the package, try freezing me. I was like, God damn it. Have you ever had a fruit dip? It's just like a white. Oh, yeah, dip, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Dip yeah. your fruit in it. So, um, you know, I was at a mutual friend of ours over the weekend, and she had made some fruit dip. And I'm like, oh, this, this stuff's pretty good. I was like, man, this tastes exactly like the stuff my mom made when I was a kid. And she's like, I was complimenting it. She's like, yeah, it's just half uh, marshmallow puff with the white stuff 
and half cream cheese. And my jaw dropped to the yeah, ground. I was like, that's it? <laughs> She's like, yeah, equal parts, just mix it together. And I'm like, the whole my whole life, coming up on three decades on planet Earth, and I had no idea that fruit dip was two simple ingredients you can get at the grocery store. When I was a kid, it tasted so good, I would almost just want to eat it by itself. I was like, there's no, I was like, there's got to be some sort of complex concoction. It's a family recipe. With exotic, you know, yeah, with exotic seasonings and ingredients. And turns out it's pretty much half made for you <laughs> at the grocery store. And then I did, I was like, I was like, don't judge me if I just eat this straight. And there was no judgment. And then I ate it straight. It was so good. Um, another FML of the week. Um, I sent the video to you, but my office was flooding. And so it wasn't raining or anything, but I was sitting in my office. And all of a sudden I hear kind of like some water dripping, like kind of like tapping on the ceiling. And I like go out and I like look and I was like, oh shit. That's coming through the ceiling. And I'm on the first floor. There's two floors above me. So I go look on the second floor. And this janitor's closet, there's just water spewing out of it. And I was like, oh, shit. Went like up to under the, the door? Yeah. And then I went into, like, open the janitor's closet to, like, see if someone, like, left a faucet on or something. Door's locked. Of course it is. And so I go up to the third floor, and they're like, our bathroom's flooding. And I was like, okay, so you're the culprit. And I go, at this time, it took me, like, five minutes to go up there. And it went from a subtle water dripping into flooding in and i'm watching this and i'm like this sucks and it is like poop water Mm. like it's gross Mm. and i put like a popcorn bucket underneath to catch it like turns out offices aren't equipped for flooding and then i see that one of the like drop down ceiling tiles is gonna break so i'm like i'm setting my phone up i'm gonna video this and sure enough i catch the video of it breaking the ceiling tile and coming down and is that what you sent me yeah dude i thought you just sent me a video of the water dripping and i was like what is this oh, i watched you did- for a second oh I was you like, didn't no, i'm not watching a video of the water dripping like, oh I, no you you, to- you told me what would happen then you sent me a video and i'm like why did he send me a video oh no if you it's like 15 seconds long if you watch to the end whole thing falls and I send it to one of my friends who actually did the cleanup the last time my office flooded. And it's like what he does for a living. And he goes, good thing you had those buckets there as the thing just collapses on top of the bucket and spills it everywhere. The bucket spills everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and you could clearly see that it's just brown water coming down. It was absolutely disgusting. I tried this one chilling that set my mouth on fire and I had to drink a two liter of Mountain Dew. And then they brought in those like fans they used to blow up uh, like bounce houses and just had those going all weekend. And I come into work this morning and they're still going. And I work for like 10 minutes and I just get up and unplug them both because they were just like, I'm like, okay, I'm not working like this. Yeah, actually, I, in my own apartment, I have a hearing problem because I have like four different fans going on full blast just to keep the airflow going. It's beyond white noise. We are past white. It is noise. <laughs> it's just constant noise. It's just a, yeah, just have this drummer in the corner. Just dick, 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 dick. 
Is that all you got for yep. uh, Fuck My Life of the Week? Yep. Fantastic. Uh, we are winding down the golf season here, uh, but I just kind of thought of this in passing over this last weekend. So, Matt, when when you're golfing and you're sharing a cart, let me ask you something. How do you decide who drives? Uh, depends on who you're golfing with. Okay. If, but you, if you're playing, if I'm playing with someone from out of town, I'll usually drive because I know the course. Out of town. If I'm playing with someone I play like on the rag, I'll usually not want to drive. I'll just like, no, throw my clubs on there and cause then I can just get to hang out. There's no pressure. Um, but I don't mind driving. I just really don't care that much. I did like pull my groin leaning out of the cart to grab a ball from the right side. So I can only do it from my left side mm. this year. So that was a tough one, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's depends on who you play with, where you're playing at. What does it say about each person in their respective spots of driver or passenger? I feel like the driver's always the better golfer. At least maybe that's how I was treated as a shitty golfer. Every time I have golfed with somebody who like clearly does this as if a I, hobby, if I'm playing with you, I'm, I'm I'm driving. That, that's the fuck of, does that mean? You're bad at golf. Um, I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> I'll do that just because, like, I'm like, okay, I, I can hurry this along a little bit. Oh my god! From here on out, you keep your distance. All right. What do you think about your last comment? I mean, <laughs> I don't like driving, but if I know that I'm playing with someone that doesn't play as much, or if they're like equally as good to me, or whoever gets there, if like if their clubs are on the driver's side, I don't care if I'm riding. If their clubs are on the rider's side, I don't care if I'm driving. Would you say golf is expensive? Yes. It's like, why? Why is it so expensive? Outside of hockey, it's the most expensive sport. But why? Because you have to pay green fees. The clubs are super expensive. Okay, let's take clubs out of that. You, you usually have, like in my case, I have a few different sets of clubs that if I need to go, I'm just I just hit these people up. And yeah, it's but every course it's like. 50. What about the cart fee? We're talking about carts here. What's that's at least twenty bucks for eighteen holes minimum. For just the cart fee plus the green fee is usually thirty, and that's on the low end. Yeah, that's very low. It's like it's 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 fifty bucks, and it's like oh, fifty bucks, so I can be angry for four and a half hours. Sweet. I do always love the, um, you know, when you're in a golf cart and say you're designated passenger, and then for some reason you and the driver get split up. When you drive with your left foot, and yep. then you reach over. I mean, it's a golf cart. It's not very difficult to drive, but you drive over to them with it. Or running into other golf carts. Love doing that. So fun. What's your stance on drifting, Tokyo Drift? If you can do it, I would do it, but don't get in trouble. Do they get pretty pissed? Yes. <laughs> what about being with some? Have you ever been with somebody who knows a lot about mechanical things and is just like let's take the governor off of this i can do it in any golf cart okay. if it's a gas cart i can take the governor off of it but it's so bad for the cart because it's all your cart you pay 20 bucks for it <laughs> you can get them going like 35 miles an hour and then when they stop and then you start again they just backfire all the time it's so fun though yeah well 
if, if you're renting it, you just that's your job as the consumer is to beat the piss out of it. Break the cart. Yeah, working at a golf course for 10 years, I've seen carts come back without the top thing on them. Mm-hmm. Which, <laughs> as a golf course, what does the golf course do to take action? I think like eventually they just got people to like sign. You had to sign for the golf cart, like almost a waiver. Yeah, that like you're liable for it. We used to not do that, and then like people. How much just, are these golf carts running? Two, three, four, five thousand. They're like five grand, but you buy like fifty of them. So I mean, you got a bunch of extras, but at the same point, it'd be like, okay, we have fifty golf carts. And 14 of them have broken down in the first week. We need to start doing something different. Or someone's just dragging like an entire tree branch up like the last hole. And you're like, God damn it. What is your stance on unstrapping your partner's bag and driving away? Or or whatever. Uh, There's two things. You can do it to people with nice clubs as far as you're not on concrete. Okay. If someone has shitty golf clubs, you can do it. No matter when. You're driving along, you're driving along, and all of a sudden the kids are yelling from the backseat, I gotta go to the bathroom, Daddy! Not now, damn it! It's one of the better pranks. I love it. But it's, I'm so mad when it happens to me, but then I'm like, fuck. Do you ever get to a point where you check your strap? Yes. Every time? Oh, like, there, there's certain rounds where we were doing it to each other so much that, like, every single time you're checking your golf bag. Or, like, you get going and you'd, like, hear it kind of going back and you'd be like, fucker. All right, Matt, we are going long here, and I apologize. Uh, thank you for the golf feedback and the golf etiquette. Let's move on to the best or worst wing sauce. What's your take on it? What are the best? What's, like, the two best? And I'm more kind of concerned about what's the worst wing sauce? Well, I'm glad you asked me this, Matt, because I recently just uh, ate some chicken wings that somebody else made. Not just for me, but, like, for me and the other guests. And they were, like, a little nervous because I was there. And they know I'm a wing connoisseur. Uh, They're actually pretty good. Not going to lie. But it is in my professional wing sauce opinion that the best sauce is a variant of the buffalo. Like Like a mild, medium Mild, medium, um, the orange-colored stuff, um, just a classic buffalo, some sort of hot sauce. The heat can vary, uh, but the flavor should never of the classic buffalo sauce. So I would say that's the best. And then as far as the worst, I would say a very dry, like a dry rub that puts the dry in dry rub. It's like, this is way too dry. You had a hot barbecue I did? Yeah, like a couple weeks ago when we were at a restaurant, they'll go unnamed. They're famous for their wings. Oh, yeah, that was terrible. And, yeah, it tasted like some... They took a very average barbecue sauce and just put, like, some Tabasco in it. It was awful. It was, like, hot enough to make you uncomfortable, but didn't taste good enough to be worth the uncomfort. Well, and, I mean, sometimes I realize as a wing connoisseur and um, a wing preparer... Somebody who makes wings, uh, it's like I really gotta I gotta up my range a little bit, but I think you can't go wrong if you're making homemade wings or if you're just out and about getting wings, going with some sort of buffalo or barbecue. Can't go wrong. Um, 
Also, if you're just asking um, whoever is waiting on you, if you're asking them, hey, what's the best wing sauce? Maybe a better question is, how often do you order these wings? And they say, oh, I don't know, every once in a while. Oh, what do you order? Because if you just say, what's the best uh, you know, wing sauce, they may just say, like, what's on the top of their head or what other people are ordering, which also is a good indicator. But when it comes to wings, it comes down to individuality. I don't like anything that has mustard, like, in the name for wing sauce. I like mustard by itself. Honey mustard's great, but, like, Someone came out with like a bourbon honey mustard. Sounds pretty good, right? Not great at all. And then I will say teriyaki is the most overrated wing sauce. You know, I don't, I get what you're saying with teriyaki, so I could agree with you to a certain uh, degree, but um, I would say that the teriyaki sometimes slaps on leftover wings. It's because it's not, I don't know. What's your thought on fresh wings, leftover wings? I think leftover wings are one of the best, like, traveling leftover. Yes. Like, Chinese food travels pretty well. Anything potato-based doesn't, but wings are up there. Or, like, leftover wings, like, after a night out, and you have six, like... get home from, you know, you slug down 17 beers. I had six corn dogs on Friday night. had an early dinner. You get home from the bars. You forget all about it. You open the fridge, and there is... A leftover box full of wings probably top three feelings in the world besides having sex and winning the lottery it's up there like surprise food when you're so drunk you don't realize you have leftovers it is is up there I, I couldn't agree more let me ask you this since we're on the subject and if i get way too far off just let me know but do you when you go out Let's say you're going out to eat or you're eating. You're not making your food at home here in this situation. Is there certain places where you're ordering their chicken, whether it's the chicken tenders, chicken nugs, whatever? With certain places, you have certain sauces. Are you a universal chicken sauce guy? You know what I'm saying? Like, like if, for example, if, if, if honey barbecue. I'm gonna correct. Get that. Like, if, like when I go, no, to, I'm I'm place by place. Like, yeah, if like, I go to McDonald's, I'm getting barbecue sauce, but that is yeah. not the case. Yeah. everywhere. I, I am. I am a. I love sauces, and I know which sauces I like at certain places. Why is that? Why do you think that is? I don't know. I mean, because I'm fat. No, well, I do the same thing. Oh. So we're also. I'm also fat then, <laughs> if that's the consensus. I I'm a sauce guy. Like if I get wings. <laughs> Yes, Matt, we know you love to sauce. If I get wings and then I have fries on the side, I'll get a different sauce from my wings mm-hmm. as a side to dip my fries in. Or like there's a, a small town gas station that I hit up anytime I'm passing through. It has great chicken attendees. Uh, Last time I was there, they only had the nugs, but that was fine. I, I, I don't know why I get honey mustard there. That uh, Gas station honey mustard that comes in the little yeah, like yeah. S- square package thing at the local watering hole ranch until i die uh um, like just bring out the container full of ranch don't give me a little cup just bring out the container they have a sweet chili sauce that is so good that i started the wing eating. sauce yeah i guess i'm talking about like a dipping oh dipping sauce i'm not like i'm and i and i am weaving in and out of like chicken and chicken wings here but like like for mcdonald's for example 
If I get some McNugs, I'm getting barbecue sauce. Obviously, I'm a sweet and sour at McDonald's. And that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I'm so fucking hungry right now. Yeah, my mouth is watering. Yeah. Should we? Yeah, maybe? Let's, let's 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 get off of this. We could go eat wings, and then we'll. Oh, dude, I would go for some. Yeah, wings I would this. fuck up some wings right now. Nice. We're not going to get anything done after this. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> um, okay, I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, I always like to refer to myself as a North Sider here in Bismarck, born and raised almost thirty years. Yes, I lived in uh, Phoenix for a little bit. Lived out in Fargo, Grand Forks, a few other places, but. For majority of the time, it's always been Bismarck through and through. And then you, you know, you hang out with people from the area. Or people move here. You forget where they live. You know, I you're driving north. You're driving south. So I keep referring to myself as a north sider. I got invited to a party on the south side. I go, oh, south sider, huh? Made me think, Bismarck Civil War. Who's winning and why? Oh God, it's and tough. where do you draw the line? I think the easy line is divide. Okay, that's why they called it. Yeah, I think. God, it's a different demographic. Like your frontliners, your infantry, <laughs> South Side's taking that. Your thinkers, though. <laughs> See, that's exactly what I was. And thinking. the money is on the north. But then you get the river. If we're talking navy. The South Siders Navy is probably looking a little bit better than the North Side. Yeah. The, and the South Side's got the airport. The South Side Navy and Air Force is... If you give the Coast Guard to the North... I don't know. They might be boots on the ground. But then you got the Northeast where there's a bunch of shithole. Like the families that moved in, they called in a bunch of bomb threats to the high school. Yeah, they all got surgery skies out in the Northeast. Yeah, it's like Northwest. It's like, So the... <laughs> It's funny, like the. I'm technically a Northwest Sider. Yeah, that's what the, the rich because there's no poor neighborhoods up there. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I went I from that. I went from the south to the central to the north. Yeah, you have been a Bismarck whore. Yeah, well, I was on the nice part of the south side. You know the German streets. That's true. And then I moved to the historical district to an old ass house that was pretty sweet. That but, house was actually up during the Revolutionary War, <laughs> so a lot of history there. It was, <laughs> it was recently constructed, and then World War One broke out. They had to stop. Yeah. Then they finished it. They had then a World bomb War, shelter. Yeah, there World for the War Cold War. Yeah, World War Two broke out. They added the third level after that. Yeah, it was a good one though. Um, and then, yeah, I moved up north, but I'm, I'm a central dude. Oh, sorry. Scratching my back. I, when I, when I was looking at a house to buy, I literally just drew a circle that was like, I'll live in these areas. If there's anything else, don't show me it <laughs> for your realtor. Yeah. <laughs> I literally took like a, uh, my brother's, uh, Senate district. And I was like, if it's in here, I'll live there. If not, don't even show me it. Yeah, well, I, where I live, you know, I'm as probably as north side as I get. Yeah, you throw a baseball and you're in a field. And then people are always like, why do you live all the way up there? It's like, okay, first of all, everybody listening right now, if you reside in um, a city smaller than Minneapolis, let's say, it doesn't take that long to get across town. 15 minutes <laughs> is not a long time. One thing I have learned, um, you know, over the years and especially lately is 
I would not do well in a city because I'm constantly just under the impression that it takes 10 to 15 minutes to get everywhere I need to go. Yeah. If I need to plan out one to two hour commute, nope. not going to go great. I'm not going to be good at it. Constantly yep. running late, and I can make up for it by speeding through residential areas. I mean, I'm mad if it takes me more than six minutes to get to work. Yeah. It's also very sunny now when I'm going down divide and there and there's a crosswalk that constantly have children on it. And I don't know if you know this, but my window is dirty as shit. I'm like, there might be a chance I erase an entire crossing guard family. A lot of tree sap. Yep. Um I guess my opinion, and we both gotta come up with an answer here for sure answer. I'm not biased, but I'm gonna go with the north. I think the south is grittier. I think the South, um, you know, or they're grittier. <laughs> if, it, if, it, if it's trench warfare, I'm giving it to the South. This is residential warfare. I mean, I'm giving it to the North. A, the money and resources. B, the strategy against the dum-dums in the South. Dude, I'm going full-on Red Dawn here, and I think the South takes this. Okay. The Wolverines, you got Lincoln down there. They love meth. Those guys aren't going to be going to sleep anytime soon. Then you got, where does Mandan side with the whole thing? Maybe we'll leave it to our viewers and our listeners. Check us out on YouTube at NBNH Podcast or any of our social medias. What do you think would win the Civil War in Bismarck? The North or the South? I guess we're going to have to find out and see what our listeners say. Let's move on to Facebook Marketplace. Uh, we always love to talk about this platform on the podcast. Because there are just doozies constantly rolling in, giving us free content to steal. Uh, Matt, are we working backwards or uh, forwards? Yeah, let's, let's let's start with the most recent one. I literally sent you this today. Uh, someone just puts up and says, good stuff, best offer, please. And did the classic one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So this costs one point. $2 million. Okay. $1,234,567 for... This is what you're getting. A old nail gun, a Darth Vader uh, Star Wars action figure, helmet not included. Are you sure? I think Did that, it say that in the description? No, but that looks... looks like an X-Men or like something different. It, it's 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 a black figurine. Okay. Um, two bike tires that go to a very specific bike. Very specific. And a air conditioner that has what could be described as human shit on the outside of it. I also see all the knobs are missing. If you, <laughs> if you zoom in. Oh, yeah. All the knobs. So, yeah, whatever it's set on, that's what you're getting in your house. Do you like it a balmy 79 degrees? Then, yep, that's what you're getting. And it's clearly sitting in a basement. Hasn't been used in years. Well, it, it is, you know, it's that fall cleanup time of the year, so I'm sure a lot of people are going through their junk, and that's exactly what it is, but people have a tough time grasping reality that their stuff is indeed junk. Um, so for $1.2 million, you can get a, a nail gun, compressor not included, a, a knockoff Star Wars action figure, um, some bike tires. If you zoom in, Matt, the tread on those do not look very good. They look like nice bike tires. Like if anything, that was the winning thing of unless you want to kill your neighbor with a nail gun. And then you have an air conditioner that is set to something that can never 
be changed. Uh, what else do we got here? Oh, this one's funny. The new bank. Why don't you take this one? Uh, did I send that? Oh, yeah, the bank. <laughs> Someone posts on, was it Bismarck reporting? Bismarck's people reporting news. Said The caption, anonymous member, synonymous member says, the new bank on 43rd is open. That'd be 43rd Avenue. Uh, that bank is located in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, we do not have that chain of banks. How did you, you came across this because you sent it in the old GM between us. How did you decipher the exact location here? I think 43rd is like a very busy street in Omaha, and I've been there a ton, and I know that that credit union Okay, is, so Omaha also has a 43rd yeah. street or avenue? Ours uh, is Avenue. In I think it's Street in Omaha. I could be wrong, though. I know my dad's going to correct me. He's like, you fucking idiot. Because they didn't specify in the post yeah. here. But it, it is Bismarck's people. I mean, maybe yeah. they are a Bismarck person. They're just reporting the Omaha news. Uh, some of the comments were great, though. They're like, I don't see it on 43rd. What's the cross intersection? I'm like, like you know, somebody definitely was like sitting on their chair and they're they're just trying to watch like something like. I don't know, the equalizer. Who the fuck has the goddamn gall to call his house on a Tuesday night? God damn it! They got up out of their chair, went to drive on 43rd, and was like, probably almost got into several car accidents. And they're like, where the fuck is this? This chain of bank isn't even... I think the nearest one is literally 600 miles away from here. All right, so... Bismarck has illiterate people. I'm across the table from one now, and there are more out there. Dude, I don't know what is up with North Dakota and, <laughs> and hay, but I see nonstop shit of people like, hay for sale, come mow my lawn. This one was literally, the caption of it is, this is wild, all exclamation, or all caps, two exclamation points, snow piles found under two to three feet of horse shit, and hey, the snow's not frozen. It's like I could not care less about a single topic more than this at this time in my life. I mean, I'm I'm going to give them a little bit of credit here. Just the general fact that there still is snow that hasn't completely melted. It is September. Our last snowfall, we got a blizzard in April. Five months of, you know nice weather that's pretty wild i i will say that however this is not something that needs to make it on every airwave across the land i saw this not only on the post that you sent here in the group message i saw several meteorologists resharing it and being like oh my god Fuck. which quick side note is uh, there is a local meteorologist that I found out is a big fan of No Brains, No Headache podcast. Uh, stopped by, ran into them at the street fair. They said, hey, uh, aren't you the podcast guy? And I said, why, why yes, I am. And then I had uh, um, our stickers that I have. I ordered sparkly stickers. I said, hey. Can you wear this on your forehead during your next broadcast? Yeah, I said, hey, I got something for you. I grabbed the sticker, and I said, I'm a fan of yours. Now you can be a fan of mine. I thought it was pretty smooth. And then he um, threw it in the garbage right in well, front of me. They were just like, uh, they're like, yeah, we listened to a few of your episodes like on our drive or on our last road trip out to somewhere in Minnesota or whatever. And I always love when people tell me that, and they, they themselves seem like 
really nice, wholesome people contributing to society, and they say they listen to our podcast, and I'm always just like, like me and you want listeners, obviously. We love new listeners. Thank you for listening right now. But when, yeah, like a very well put together person's like, I listen to your podcast. It's always like, <laughs> uh, you sure? Um, so, yes, I definitely, uh, meteorologists were posting about this snow that didn't melt. whoop de doo um, License plates. Someone, so ironic. Someone's trying to sell uh, 23 license plates and a motorcycle plate for $100. I do know this person, so I'm not going to shit on them too much. <laughs> um, I, I, my main question is, where do you get this many license plates? Yeah, how many, and, how and many it, vehicles and, are you going through? And if that's lucrative, I'm going to start stealing license plates. You know what I love in this of this whole post? The line that says, all used in good condition. No, I thought... <laughs> <laughs> Ah, I figured they had a few miles on them. All they do is sit there, dude, bolted that, to your vehicle. Dude, there's one from like 1985. That I see is, that. Yeah, that's, and I actually know the car that that came off of. It's a sweet Mustang. Yeah, there's one in 93, 99, yeah. 06, 98, 06, 92, 05, 02. But I'm sorry, I'm not going to make a dustpan out of something that clearly oh, has holes. Oh, that's what that is? Yeah, that clearly has holes in it. Yeah, they basically took two blocks of wood, formed them in a T, and then bent the edges of the license plate into, oh my god. That's like something I made in Boy Scouts, and then I bring it home, and my dad throws it away. Hey, <laughs> is there something I could buy at the dollar store for a dollar? Why would I do that when I can buy 23 license plates for $100? Yeah, I mean, I'm all for reduce, reuse, recycle. Like, I absolutely love that. I hate wasting things. Um, nobody wants your license plates. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. And this is so ironic because we've talked about the posts in the past. I actually did see another one where people are selling their vehicle and they take the picture and they put their finger out to cover yep. up the license plate. Matt and I's argument against that is, A, you need specific access yep. to a database to even see what that license plate is. If you're posting it on social media, you are saying to the world, this is mine. So all they're going to find out by looking up your license plate number is that it's yours, the person who posted it, too. Uh, <laughs> you can take a screwdriver, even a penny, and about four minutes out of your day and take it off for the pictures. Three it is 2023. We have the modern technology with any sort of editing tool, any sort of drawing tool to cover up that license plate with your finger not on it. And the uh, fourth argument, which goes right into what we're talking about right now, is when you sell that vehicle to somebody else, that license plate pretty much ceased to exist. Yeah. So even if your license plate number is out there, once you sell it, it becomes license plates for sale that you can make into a goddamn dustpan i'm gonna get worked up i mean that be getting worked up would work into the next one that you sent me take it over <laughs> uh if you have five thousand dollars and want to <laughs> buy a camper that is spray painted hot pink and lime on, green on the sides and then lime green on the front and then says rage room up top 
because God forbid you can't go to one of those anyways. But if you want to spend $5,000 on a mobile rage room, honestly, this person could make more money if they just paid someone to pay $5 and you either get a sledgehammer or an axe and you can come beat the shit out of this thing. Out of the camper. Yeah. Make more money off that. No one wants your former meth lab turned rage room. And go ahead and set that on fire. Bury it under some manure. Snow will keep till next year. I do not give a shit. Does it come with the license plate that I can make into a dustpan? Yeah, I love. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad that certain trends and our technology makes it here to North Dakota. How much for that can of WD forty that's in the picture? I don't know, but they have some face masks and helmets that could also probably be pretty decent. Anyway, <laughs> I don't understand um, escape rooms or rage rooms. I don't get it. No. And um, the fact that this is a mobile rage room. What if we just get a, a rage room combined with an escape room? If you can get out by raging, you win. I'm just saying, if it's mobile, means you're traveling around, I was taught as a young child to not do certain things. And one of them was to not go into a sketchy-looking yeah. establishment this is on like, wheels this or is, not. This is a Netflix documentary. So when like, you pull up to, let's just say, the town of Ellendale. <laughs> yeah, that's a town in North Dakota. They got real creative with it. Ellendale. Hey, do you want to pay money to come into my sketchy-ass-looking camper? That's the opposite of what humans were conditioned to do. I just don't see the business plan working out very well. Another fun idea is if you hook this up and you drive around with it while people are doing the yes, rage room. Yeah, now we're talking. And videotape that. You, like, open it up and someone accidentally, like, axe someone in the head. Mm-hmm. Like in Yellowstone. Yeah, when he drives around and then he's like, all right, guys, come on out, and goes back and the guy's head's turned on the other way. Love it. Mobile rage room. If you're in need of one, we have it for you. Is that it for Facebook Marketplace this week? Yep. I believe so. Also, I'm sure those Crown Royal bags, 100 bags for 40 bucks. Oh, I actually bought those. Oh, you did? No. Moving on to mini helmet fantasy football, do you have the Dr. Seuss hat? Yes. All right, Matt. As commissioner and creator, why don't you explain mini helmet fantasy football? Mini helmet fantasy football, we draft or pick out of a hat, and then we can pick either quarterback, running back, a wide receiver or tight end from teams playing on Thursday and Sunday. We take out the Monday night games. I missed one last <laughs> week, I'll be honest. So I open up my CBS Sports app, and I forget that they put, I'm a Panthers fan, they're playing tonight, so they put them on top, and I immediately think, oh, there's one. Yeah, no, I know what happened there. And, and so I'm. what are the chances that we either get one of the two teams? Or what is the chances that one person gets both of the teams? And to clarify, we had pulled out the Saints and Panthers because Monday night games, we record on Monday, so we take those out. I had no clue as well, so I will take a little bit of credit here. Turns out there's a doubleheader. There's yep. two games, Monday night games. I picked the Steelers and the Browns. Championship. I'm going to take the L on that one because it was my fault. <laughs> and I'm not going to give myself any points for that. So that gives Jordan the 59 to 47 win. The wow, only, the I only, barely beat The you. only reason it is not more is because Jordan picked a tight end who is currently on the IR. Well, that's... <laughs> 
This is No Brains, No Headache Podcast, people. And if you are listening to this show to get some sort of intelligent enlightenment, boy, are you in the wrong spot. You should all just be happy that we started Mini Helmet Fantasy Football on time this year. Usually it takes a few weeks, like Matt currently for DraftKings. Um, I have yet to set up a DraftKings lineup because it always takes me a few weeks to get used to, like, my normal fantasy football teams. I want to hear something pathetic. Um, I just realized this the other day. I have the Dope Bowl, which is my fantasy football league with my close friends that I've had for 11 years now. I have my family league. We have the podcast league, which we need to talk about. Players only meeting tomorrow. And then... Matt and I got conned into a guillotine league Which this is, I'm, year. I'm starting to like now. Well, Because my team's good. And by conned, I mean we just got asked and, and, we, said and yes. we, we agreed pretty easily. Yeah. So it's like... Uh, uh, I'm also... I have my fantasy baseball team. Update on the Mound Dogs. The Mound Dogs are a dynasty in waiting. We are in the championship. And I say we because the Mound Dogs is sport. your team... It is all of our listeners. You guys are all a part of it, okay? You give me the strength and energy to check my lineup daily. Uh, I was a championship, a champion in that league in 2019. In 2021, I sent Matt the graphic. I didn't realize I won it in 2019. COVID year, I dropped to eighth and then won it again in 2021. Pretty impressive to go the first to last to the first. You take a year off sometimes. Last year I took fourth. Now this year I am vying for a championship. I think if I win it, it's safe to say that is a dynasty. Uh, three championships in five years. I mean, yep. that's pretty damn good. I'll call so that a dynasty. Two weeks long. Um, the semifinals were two weeks. Now I have two more weeks of the championship. So between all of those. Fantasy football teams between the Mound Dogs and the playoffs. I can't even and between mini helmet fantasy football. Technically that's my fifth fantasy football league. And or, I or, and I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be this guy. I am becoming somebody I don't want to be. You're the fantasy guy that that's all you can talk about. So how's your fantasy football team? I don't have one. Well, I can very tell that we're not gonna be friends, so I'm just gonna go the other way. Well, and I mean every day I'm I'm having a little bit of an existential crisis. Uh, 22 days sober as of today. I'm also no longer single. So the identity that I used to have is like, no, I'm a whole new person right now. You're, you're getting a third identity. Yeah, this is wild. Multiple personality disorder on top of that. The brain can't handle Actually, it. Actually, I could go a fourth. I came up with another one that I'll tell you off the record because okay. it's, it's pretty mean, but... <laughs> Of a uh, personality yeah, for me, th- yeah. Okay, yeah. It's, Thank you. Yeah, it's it's, it's bad, but okay. thanks for not shitting on me audibly in front of all of our listeners, or if you're watching on YouTube, search "No Brains, No Headache." Uh, but between all that, it's very hard. So I haven't even done any DraftKings yet. I can't wait to tell you about. This. I'm really excited too. We should go have some chicken wings and yeah. talk about okay. it. Okay, uh, you go first. Oh wait, well, let's go over who we had last week. Uh, you had fun. Jared Goff, twenty-eight points. CMC, twenty-one points. DeAndre Hopkins, eight. Greg Dolichek, IR. He's on the IR. Hertz, twenty-six points. Chubb currently playing. Devontae Adams, twenty-one points. Pratt Firemuth currently playing. So between the eight picks, we had five, five for eight. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a sixty-eight percent. We are rocking a 62.5%, also known as a D. 
That's what I got in the great Catholic adventure in college. All right. We are choosing uh, a helmet representing all 32 teams, except so we do have another doubleheader next Monday That I checked. Do I need to check that really quick? Nope. It's Chargers, Bengals, Eagles, Eagles, Buccaneers. Buccaneers. All right. So, God willing that none of us take somebody on the goddamn IR. We're going to have a good week, even the playing fields. And you almost broke the record for highest amount of points scored in the season. I popped two of them off the draw. Bang, bang. Yeah. And I raise up to take the leader out. Oh, shit. I feel like I'm there now. I hear a whistle. My partner's on the roof. He says, let's even the odds. He tosses me down a Mossberg pump. I send one through his chest. Game over, bitches. <laughs> Classic gets How'd you make the how did that make you feel? Like my cock was made of concrete. That's judgment, Jimmy. <laughs> Douchebag. Alright, my first pick. I have the New York Jets. Hand over the sack to Matt here. Matt quit looking in there. I did the same thing though. Okay, so the New York Jets are piloted by Zach Wilson, which is scary. And can't trust their running backs. Dalvin Cook had a fumble. Every Vikings fan was rejoicing afterwards, as if like that one fumble justified what happened with him. But I'm not going to fall for it. I'm going to go with the safe pick here. Give me Garrett Wilson. He seems to be no matter who his quarterback is, he's going to catch a tutty just about every week. My first pick. I got the Jaguars, and I'm going to take uh, – does Evan Ingram play for them? Here, let me pull it up, buddy. I'm looking at it right now. I'm just an idiot. Yeah, give me Evan Ingram. I don't want to worry about a tight end. Oh, it's going with the tight end right away. Huh? Jaguars should have beat the Chiefs, by the way. That was a yeah, poor that, game. That game was like watching the Carolina Panthers play. Ah, great. All right, my second pick, Fuck. the San Francisco 49ers. So for three weeks in a row, I will take Christian McCaffrey. That's convenient. My second pick, I got the Seahawks. And Man, that's a decision. Yeah. Kenneth had a big yeah. game. I'll go with uh, Kenneth Walker. The third, backslash the fourth, the fifth. Kenneth Walker, I, I, I. I, 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 I. Just like Tia on Facebook. Yeah, fuck. That was a real, real bugaboo. Yeah, that was an FML of the week. Can't win them all. I got the Baltimore Ravens. Quarterback or tight end when you have two very good options here. Uh, who do they play? Does it matter? Ah, give me Lamar. Garrett Wilson, CMC, Lamar. It's looking pretty good. Pretty good squad so far. I hate my team. Yeah, yours isn't great. Scrappy group of ooh. Matt got the Green Bay Packers. Ooh, uh, yeah, just not having a great fantasy. Yeah, so it's, I gotta take here. Jordan Love or some popcorn. I'm gonna go with Jordan Love, I guess, because well, it's the Packers. They're gonna have their third Hall of Fame quarterback in a yeah. row. So schnoz itches. All right, final pick, and I'm going for tight end. If I could somehow get the Chiefs, 
That would be great. The Raiders. Michael Mayer. The Raiders. Um, yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. CMC is going to beat my entire team anyways. So. Yeah, Michael Meyer. Ooh, Tyreek Hill. Got the Dolphins. Nice. Can't go wrong there. So my team is Lamar Jackson, Christian McCaffrey, Garrett Wilson, and Michael, is it Meyer or Mayer? Mayer. Mayor tight end for the Raiders. Matt's team is Jordan Love, Kenneth Walker, Tyreek Hill, Evan Ingram. One team is better than the others, but that's our show this week. You can check out Comedy Night Five coming up September 29th at Dakota Stage Theater. Doors open at 6:30. Show starts at 7:30. Get your tickets online or at the door. Uh, Big Dog Tiki Bar will be uh, providing the. Uh, alcoholic beverages obviously matt and i will be on stage we'll be joined by a few other comedians we got zach rittenhouse making his return to bismarck so comedy night five september friday september 29th it's coming up quick so make your plans now what else can they do matt follow us on social media at nbnh podcast twitter instagram facebook tiktok and youtube and you can leave us a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or leave us a rating on Spotify. We will see you next week for episode 171. This is a freestyle off the top of the dome. Here we go. And I do it again, 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 again. I do it only once. Again, 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 again. I do it only once. I go down that river slow to the place I shoot like Carmelo. I'm living my life and we go hard, floating on the river in a party barge. And I see you on a sea dude. Your shirt was white and it was see-through. Please use your spray, no mosquitoes. Every time you found me, it's a free throw. Hey girl, why you calling me? I said, oh, please don't bother me. I'm so sick of apologies.